This is Katie Prejean McGrady, and this is Ave Explores. love the third week of Advent. And not just because it means that Christmas is almost here and I can finally put away the Advent wreath and just lean full on into the Christmas joy that I'm so excited about, but but because there's a, a renewed spirit when we hit this third week of Advent. We light that pink candle and, and we know that we're so close. I, that's when I always start wrapping presents during the third week of Advent because it kind of feels like I'm allowed to put gifts under the tree now. Baby Jesus is almost here. I especially love it because every priest is going to make a joke about how he's wearing rose, not pink. And my daughter, named Rose, lights up like a Christmas tree, quite literally, because they've said her name in Mass and she thinks that's the coolest thing ever. I think when we talk about the third week of Advent, the joy week, Gaudete Sunday, as it's known, and the Gaudete week, this week where we think about that excitement that must have been filling the hearts of Joseph and Mary as they were getting so close to welcoming sweet little baby Jesus. We think about joy maybe in our own lives, in our own families. We think about that joy of gathering together, that joy of giving that perfect gift the joy of sharing a meal, of singing songs, of, of just simply being with one another, right? Joy is not something that we should ignore. It's not something that we should try to hide. In fact, joy is often a very healing thing. Joy is something that can bring some restoration and some, some renewed peace, like we talked about last week with Bishop Bill. This week on the show, we are chatting with Kelly Walquist about this virtue, this experience of joy, and, and even more so what that joy looks like in community especially communities of women who are really leaning into reading sacred scripture together and and really diving into the word, what joy looks like when it manifests in our life and in a way that's rooted in the love of Jesus Christ. You know, I, I can't help but think about Mary at this point in her pregnancy. And having just been pregnant not long ago and now with a three-month-old baby, I can't help but think about how at this point in her pregnancy, she was probably simultaneously exhausted because you just are when you're that pregnant, but so ready. That's the third week of Advent. We're almost exhausted with the waiting, but we're just so ready and so amped that Jesus Christ is almost here. Maybe your house is a complete and total wreck right now because you're, you're putting up Christmas decorations or liturgical living advent has exploded all over your home or maybe your kids are home from school, virtual learning, or, or the holiday has already begun and, and it's just absolute chaos. Maybe you're alone and, and you're trying to figure out different ways to bring that Christmas joy into your home and, and into your life even though you're by yourself. Maybe you're somewhere in between those two experiences. I'm not quite sure where you might be in your journeying through this season of Advent, but here we are so ready, so excited, so joyful. I think this conversation today with Kelly Walquist can help all of us lean into that joy a little more can maybe help all of us think about how we can foster joy within our lives, how as we round out this Advent season, that the joy of Christ, which changes our life, is coming. I hope you enjoy this episode, of course, part of our Advent mini-series from Ave Maria Press. You can find all of our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. But for now, I hope you take a sit back and listen to this conversation with Kelly Walquist about joy. 
Kelly, thanks so much for joining us on Avi Explorers. It is great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So where are you coming from? I see you're in an office. Uh, Jesus is right behind you for our listeners. Just a picture of him. Um, But where are you coming from? And tell us a little bit about who you are. I am coming to you from balmy Minnesota. It actually is balmy today. It's like it is nice. (laughs) It's like bathing suit weather for us, especially (laughs) during the Advent season. And a little bit about myself. I am born and raised Catholic. I guess I was born then baptized Catholic, then raised Catholic, uh, you know, 18 years of Catholic school and had a reversion because I fell in love with sacred scripture oh, um, awesome. while going through the Bible timeline many years ago. That's a good story. Uh, and then God just had me on this journey of really creating uh, a ministry, a women's ministry that deals with relationships. So I created Wine, Women in the New Evangelization, because I believe that women are radically relational. So it's about introducing women into relationship with each other so we can go deeper in our relationship with the Lord. And it's about, it really comes from John 2, 5. It's not the wine we drink, um, but it really is scripture. And it, it's uh, the wedding of Cana. It's Mary saying to us her final words, actually, uh, in scripture, where she says, do whatever he tells you. Mm-hmm. So it's about doing the will of the Father. But I just contend it's so much easier to do it with your sisters in Christ surrounding yeah. you, <laughs> yeah, encouraging, supporting. Absolutely. Yeah. Friendship, that. community, yeah. Um I know, you know, it's, it's, I've got my, my girls that I text when I need encouragement or help or, you know, just to vent or, or, or cry. Um, yeah. What have you learned in this ministry um, about, I, I guess the way to put this, to, to tie it into our third week of Advent is, what, what have you learned about joy in this ministry? What, how, how has joy been part of it? How have you taught joy? How have you leaned into joy? It is the essence of everything we do, everything we do. Um, in fact, you know, I would be speaking around the country and I would be speaking on joy. Uh, you know, I'd like to speak on a Saturday and then we got this new Pope and it was Pope Francis. And so I'd speak on a Saturday on Wednesdays. I'd get text messages and emails like, Hey, the Pope is saying what you said about joy. I'm like, Hey, he's stealing my stuff. Yeah. You know, I, but I, I guess if you're talking about joy, and then he wrote the joy of the gospel. Um, it really is because our ministry, Women in the New Evangelization, is about elevating women in their giftedness mm-hmm. so that we can go out and we can live our faith with renewed confidence, with conviction, and with hope. And I think that joy is, it's, it is what evangelization is. Evangelization to me is the radiation of joy. That's mm-hmm. how you share the gospel. People see you and they're like, what has she got? Mm-hmm. What has she got? What is that? Because it's something that's interior, right? It's not that joy isn't just this fluffy happiness. Um, I think it's uh, Colonel Dolan in a tweet once said that joy isn't some Pollyanna-ish like mania. Mm-hmm. Those people get on your nerves. <laughs> he said joy is um, interior peace that gives mm-hmm. rise to exterior happiness. And that's what I see, especially with the women in wine and all of our small groups around the country, our leaders, uh, these people are so joyful. But you know what? It's, they have, when, if you sat down with these women who lead you know, West Texas wine or lead Cajun wine or lead wine in Minnesota, or, and you heard their stories, you sat there and had a cup of coffee with them or maybe a glass of wine and shared a story, you would hear so much suffering in their mm-hmm. life. And you, I, I think an average person who doesn't know the Lord would think, why are you so joyful? Mm-hmm. But they've suffered with Christ mm-hmm. and they've had that interior peace their entire time. So they have this joy that just, 
radiates from them and then draws other people to them and yeah. in turn to the gospel, to the good news. You know, yeah. that's, it's, that's, I mean, there's this Pope Benedict quote um, that as you were talking about Francis and then Cardinal Dolan, it came into my head, like a great joy cannot be kept to oneself. It must be shared that if we, if we know Christ, even in the moments of frustration and hurt, which we've all experienced in 2020, there's still that, that there's something that's worth talking about. There's something that's worth sharing when it comes to the gospel, when it comes to the new evangelization, what, what brings you joy as you share it? What's your favorite thing to talk about when it comes to the gospel? Is it that Marian phrase, do whatever he tells you? Is it a particular miracle of Christ that you really love to dig into? Where, what, what gets you going when you're, when you're doing that oh new evangelization work? I would say there are so many. I think it all just happens in the moment. What gets me going is the way that the Holy Spirit works within you and through you when you are evangelizing, when you Mm -hmm. are sharing your story, when you are sharing the good news. I think so many people feel like, I don't know that I could do that. But it really is just sharing how Jesus changed you. And what brings me joy is I love when people, you know, if they ask me a question and they say something. I remember one time a lady on a plane, um, she was so sweet and so kind and Um, she knew I was Catholic and she, she was telling me how she used to be Catholic and she goes to this great church and it's awesome. And there's so much wonderful music and, you know, all this entertainment going on. And she was inviting me to go with her, which is beautiful. It's an invitation into a relationship. And she said, you really should try my church. And this piece came over me and I just said, you know, I, I don't think I could leave the Eucharist for anything. Mm. And she stopped and looked at me and she said, I wish I was that convicted about something. And it's moments like that where you go out on a limb, maybe, and share something about yourself, about your faith, and you see the response from somebody else because it's a door opening. It's a seed being Mm -hmm. planted, you know, for her to say, I don't know that I could do that, you know, or I say that and she's like, wow, I wish I was that convicted. Well, you can be. And now Mm -hmm. that's opened another door to talk about the faith. So I, I love it when I get those little um, God wings, you know, whatever it is, especially if it's scripture. Um, I love that. And I love mm-hmm. that people will say, you have such a contagious joy. I'm like, well, good. If it's contagious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one thing we really want to be contagious in 2020 is joy. Is joy. Right. <laughs> well, and it's that joy, like you said, that's rooted in peace. I mean, in this third week of Advent, we've been walking in this, I feel like Advent is always, it's not somber, but like the first two weeks are very much over we're gearing up and then the third week comes and we light the pink candle and it's like, Oh my gosh, Christmas is like right around the corner. Like it, it, it's practically tomorrow. And so there's this frenzy with our joy. How do you like to celebrate Advent and specifically like, what are you doing during this third week of Advent to really get ready for the birth of Christ? You know what? I am this year delving into Isaiah. I know we, I know we are in Isaiah all the time in Advent and you're, and you're right. Those first two weeks, it is kind of overbearing a little bit because we'll think about it we're preparing, right? So Advent begins and we're preparing, anticipating, we're preparing for the coming of Christ. And so we are, um, we are also being preparing our souls. So we are uh, preparing with prayer, penance, you know, all of that. And then all of a sudden we get to this third week, this week of joy. And it's not just that he's coming. It's like, he's near. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's kind of, that's the thing. He's near. We're celebrating that it's halfway we're halfway over the halfway mark, mm-hmm. you know, so to, to prepare yourself that way, I have really kind of really held on to Isaiah, you know, cause Isaiah speaks as we're going through this of that the judgment of God is coming soon. 
but so too is his comfort. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what I'm just focusing on, especially now with, with what we're going through and there's a lot of anxiety and there's, there's, you know, wonder what's going to happen, you know, in, in many realms, but that doesn't have to take away our joy. Mm-hmm. You know, joy can be a choice that we make. We, this is something that's a fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is something we can pray to the Holy Spirit and still in me and more joy, more joy. I hope you are enjoying this conversation with Kelly Walquist about joy. This is part of our Advent mini-series. You can find all of the other episodes on AveMariaPress.com or on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. We have conversations with Bishop Bill Walk, a conversation with Justina Kopp. Next week, a conversation with Heida Marie Pedersen of Reliquary Supply. Tune in to the whole Advent mini-series. Okay, back to the show. You know, and I was going to, I should do this because I talk about joy all the time. I thought I should see how many times in scripture we hear the words rejoice. Mm-hmm. You know, like this week we're going to hear rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, you know, Philippians 4, 4. And um, I love that. Here's why I love it. Because you could have just stopped with rejoice. Yeah, you could stop right. With rejoice that could be Lord. it. Yeah. But, but it's like Paul's like, but I'm going to tell you this again. Like, I really want you to get this. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again. Mm-hmm. I say rejoice. You know, it's like, I want you to get this. You know, and so often we hear Jesus telling us that our joy will be complete, you know, and we will complete his joy. And that joy we have when we're with him, no one can take that away from mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So I think I, that, this is like my favorite week ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not just because of the pink, but I mean, it's well, that yeah. I mean, it's a big part of it. I know that's it's our, our three-year-old. It's she's just been waiting until we can light the pink candle. Um, just like when we get to light that one, mom. And it's like, well, during week three, we're, I just had a baby. So I can't help but think like, this is when Mary would have been like super nesting. Like she would have been really yeah. hardcore, like making sure everything was ready, you know, moving to going to Bethlehem aside. Um, how do you find maybe this year in 2020 Advent, you know, Advent's probably been a little more challenging for everyone, especially if lockdowns are starting back up again and, and just the concern maybe even about finances because it's been a more difficult year. What would maybe be a word of encouragement to people to be able to rejoice in the Lord, to, to find that comfort in that, that peace that leads to joy? What would, what would be your encouragement? I would say to go to where you know Jesus to be. Because right now we are so bombarded by news and conflicting things and um, reports that aren't always the happiest, constantly, constantly, constantly. And we can, we can get, you know, sucked into that. And that can suck out our joy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, but if you can go to where you know the Lord to be, then that you are going to find your peace there. I mean, like even tonight, if you're on Facebook and you're going through thing after thing and you're all of a sudden, you know how that feels where you're like, man, something just isn't sitting with my spirit. Well, turn it off and open the scripture. Read, start in Isaiah, read the scriptures of, of the week, Mm -hmm. go through them all, you know, or maybe just spend a week going through the scriptures that we're going to go through on this third week of Sunday. Cause they are, I like, well, I like scripture, but but you're right. At the beginning when you're hearing Jesus or, you know, God, the judgment is coming. But here it's like, this is, fun and joyful and it's hopeful and it's it's all of that so i would say turn off facebook and put your face in the book where it should be put mm. your you know scripture that's yeah that can be the source. That can be a source of joy. That can that can be an anchor for us. Tell us a little bit. Speaking of books, um, about your book, journeying through Advent in a very intentional way, gaze upon Jesus. There we go. Tell us, yeah, tell us a little bit about it. 
Um, it's gaze upon Jesus experiencing Christ's childhood through the eyes of women. And it's phenomenal. I love this. It's 12 women who come together to write this book. And as we just said, you know, wine, women in the new evangelization mm -hmm. is about elevating women in their gifts. Well, <laughs> bam. I mean, these women are gifted. They're so yeah. gifted. But it's really, um, it's really powerful because you walk with these women through Jesus's early years. And we don't know much about his early years in scripture, you know? So what we did is we took the joyful mysteries of the rosary, and then we added in the flight to Egypt because mm. we know about that. So we've got all, so we've got six chapters and each, each chapter starts with the aha moments of the scripture, you know? So we take the first one, the Annunciation. I'll just give you that as an example. And Sarah Christmeyer writes these aha moments of the scripture. And then Stephanie Lansom, whose gift is biblical fiction, she brings us into the story. So you are at the Annunciation and you're Mary. You're, you're seeing the Annunciation through Mary's eyes, which is so powerful. And she's so creative and it's so brilliant how she does this. And then we learn a virtue. Maria Johnson teaches us a virtue. So we, we realize that we have to, in order for us to live, um, to do whatever he tells us and to, you know, emulate Mary, we've got to grow in virtue and grow in holiness. Mm -hmm. And so we have a virtue and then we have a reflection, you know, um, cause we say, what does this mean to us 2000 years later? Mm -hmm. So how do, how are we walking in this virtue now? And then we have a visio divina, which I love. So that's prayerfully praying with sacred art. So we do Lexio divina where we're praying with scripture and now we are prayerfully praying with sacred art. So at the beginning of the book is all these gorgeous pictures from the Vatican museums. Mm. Love so, it. so, so, and we walk you through Dr. Liz love and I walk you through a visio divina and then after that, you know, we're radically relational. So we're going to want to chat about this with our, with our friends. So Dr. Carol Younger did some questions and then we've yeah. got a journal that goes with it. So, and yeah, it's fun. And we do it online. We've always had a virtual vineyard. So we've got women all around the country and the world because we've got so many women in the military yeah. that are doing this with us. So it's powerful. You really enter into this season um, in a new way, mm -hmm. you know, especially as a woman, you, you enter in through eyes of receptivity and sensitivity mm -hmm. and generosity and yeah. maternal, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you physically have given birth or not. Right. Right. You've, you've got these, you're endowed with these maternal gifts. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, lo I love that. I'm going to have to grab a copy of it. Um, <laughs> just, just, well, then you mentioned so many awesome people. We've had Maria and Liz both on the podcast. So this is uh, a nice little, you know, companion to all of those conversations that we've had. Um, how do you think, Women, men, moms, dads, aunts, uncles, every, every person that might be listening to this podcast who maybe has this desire to, to kind of finish Advent strong, um, maybe uh, just at the end here, what would be your, your advice? We've, you know, we've got this, like, here's how we can lean into joy. We've got this understanding that our peace leads to joy, and so we need to figure out how to kind of restore that peace. But if I want to finish Advent strong, what would be one thing I should do? Um, maybe like within the next 12 hours, I can do this one thing that will help me really get ready for Jesus to come. I would say that everything starts with an invitation, right? I think everything we do begins with an invitation. And this could be just as simple as inviting, a, inviting the Holy Spirit into your heart, even anew, to prepare that place for Christ. Mm. Because that's what we're doing every year when he's coming as this Christ child is we want him to take over us new in a new way. So we're in a new place. So maybe it is just that simple as in the morning, every morning before your feet hit the ground, 
leading up to Christmas morning, just say, come Holy Spirit, prepare a dwelling place in Mm. my heart for the Lord to to shine anew. Mm. That's perfect. I mean, that's great. That's a perfect, simple thing that, that we can all do. Kelly, where can we find out more about you and women in the new evangelization and just all the great work that you're doing? You can find me at catholicvineyard.com. So catholicvineyard.com, and that is Wine, Women in the New Evangelization. We always have a book club going. Like I said, we've had a virtual vineyard for years. Um, Kind of a fun thing. We Hmm. began six years ago, and we signed up to or did all the paperwork to become a nonprofit and probably did it in February. And by the grace of God and his little winks to us that we're on the right track, we officially became a nonprofit on December 12th, 2014. Oh, wow. Our Lady of Guadalupe, who is yeah. the star of the new evangelization. So I'm like, you can't make that stuff up. No, that's so, perfect. So come join us. We, we want to invite anyone to be with us. We, it is so joyful being with the women of wine. I guarantee it. It is so joyful. That's awesome. We'll have all those links down in the show notes. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. It was fun. We should do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I love what Kelly said in this episode. Sometimes joy is a choice. Sometimes joy is something we lean into. We have to choose to be joyful. And maybe those circumstances surrounding us don't allow us to be. Maybe there, there are legitimate things that are holding us back from joy or are challenging us or are causing some difficulty. But, but I think at the end of the day, joy, joy is something that we can ask the Lord to send our way, to give us a disposition, a spirit of joy, to truly be able to rejoice. St. Paul says in the letter to the Philippians to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. What are you rejoicing in this week? What are are you trying to be joyful about? How are you maybe building joy within your family, amongst your friends, with your coworkers, in your own heart? This conversation about joy, of course, is part of our Advent mini-series here at Ave Explores. We have week one, a conversation about hope with Justina Kopp, and week two, a conversation on peace with Bishop Bill Walk of the Archdiocese, nope, excuse me, the Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, sorry, Bishop Bill. And this week with Kelly, of course, about joy. Next week, we will be joined by Heide Marie Pedersen. She is one of the founders and the creative director of Reliquary Supply, a really cool Catholic company that is reimagining Catholic goods in unique and modern ways. I think you'll really love the conversation that we have about charity and what that entails within our hearts and within our minds. You know, we're coming up on Christmas. It's right around the corner, folks, but it's still Advent right now. It's still a chance to be intentional with our hope and our peace and our joy and our charity. I hope you lean into it. I hope you listen to the entire Advent mini-series that we have from Ave Explorers. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. We'd be grateful if you'd give us a rating and a review so that more folks can find the show and get in on the fun. We'd also love it if you'd go listen to our other Ave Maria Press podcast, Ave Spotlight. It's just a quick Monday morning show, about 15 minutes, with my co-host, Chanel Shaw, where we talk with guests about relevant Catholic topics, uh, things going on in the Catholic world today. That's Ave Spotlight. You can find it in the same places that you can find this show. Ave Maria Press is really excited to bring all of this content to you. We'd love it if you'd follow us on Instagram. Uh, We've got all sorts of really cool things that we post, saint quotes, liturgical living, book inspirations, all sorts of really great things, as well as information about the Ave Explorers series that we are creating just for you. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you part of the Ave Explorers family. We'll see you next week.